Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. KYW Original Podcasts. Ray Dininger, the 4-8-1 Eagles are going to continue their slim playoff hopes Sunday in Glendale, Arizona against the 7-6 Arizona Cardinals. Uh, we'll get to previewing the matchup shortly, but the first thing I'm wondering, Ray, is after watching the tape this week of Jalen Hurts against New Orleans, what does Jalen need to improve on for Sunday? Hmm, that's a good question. Uh, he really didn't do anything that you'd say, nah, he, that, that wasn't good or he has to do that better. I think he just kind of has to keep building on what he was already doing. I mean, he certainly played with a lot of poise and composure, uh, led the team very well. Uh, when he, you know, we all knew that he could run, so when he ran, he ran very effectively. Extended plays, uh, a couple of the set plays for him to run, uh, he, he took the ball and ran very decisively, picked up a couple for big first downs. Uh, and to me, the biggest surprise was how well he threw the ball. I thought he threw the ball really well. I, that's the one area where I really felt that he kind of needed to develop to become a front-line NFL quarterback, was to become a, a really good passer. And um, he threw the ball really well, I mean, very, very accurately. Uh, he put the ball in spots where receivers could catch it and get yards after the catch. You know, he led the receivers just right. He put the ball right in the right spot. Um, it was really impressive performance. I think the one thing that maybe – I would say, and this this is part coaching too, uh, is I think he has to be a little careful about how many times he runs. Um, he finished the day with 18 rushing attempts, uh, but that's you know, three of them were kneel downs at the end, so you really don't count those. It was it was actually 15 rushing attempts, uh, and even at that, that's a lot. I mean, that's that's more rushing attempts in a game than Randall Cunningham ever had as an Eagle, more than Donovan McNabb ever had as an Eagle more than Michael Vick ever had as an Eagle. Um, and I think you have to be a little careful about that. I mean, it was effective. It helped the Eagles win the game. Uh, and running is always going to be a part of what he does, I'm sure, because he's good at it. But I think he has to be a little careful about how many times he does run because every time a quarterback takes off and runs in the NFL, obviously he's putting himself at risk. How On the other side, how worrisome is the Eagles' secondary situation? Well, that's to me. That's the biggest issue going into this game for the Eagles is the is the health of their secondary. Um, you know, everybody's spent the whole week talking about Jalen Hurts, Jalen Hurts, Jalen Hurts. But I, I think this game is probably going to come down to can the Eagles secondary hold up against the Arizona passing attack uh, against Kyler Murray and uh, DeAndre Hopkins and. Larry Fitzgerald and the and the Cardinals receivers because you know the Eagles are going to be very very shorthanded back in the secondary they're going to be playing some guys that haven't been here very long they're going to be playing some guys that haven't played very much uh, and 
they're going to have to they're going to have to grow up in a hurry <laughs> to, to to win this game. That's the biggest concern for me. I think the Eagles' offense will be okay. I think Hertz will be okay. Uh, I just don't know if the Eagles' defense, especially uh, the back of the defense, um, is going to is going to be ready to uh, to to play if if they have any if they have any breakdowns if they have any mental mistakes or things like that. Um, the Cardinals will be able to take advantage of it. You know, DeAndre Hopkins is one of the best receivers in the league. And we've seen over the last few weeks now, the last three weeks, the Eagles have played against what I would consider to be very elite receivers. When you have DK Metcalf and you have Deon, uh, Devontae Adams. Uh, and then last week, they, they went through it with uh, Michael Thomas of the Saints. Uh, and the Eagles really weren't able to, to corral any of those guys. I mean, they were targeted 33 times and they had 28 receptions which means that just about any time the quarterback wanted to get the ball to his best receiver, he was able to do that. And that was when they had Rodney McLeod. So so you can imagine with taking him out, and we still don't know about Darius Slay, if he's going to be able to play. Um, if they don't have those guys, it's it's going to be, they're going to have a lot of problems corralling that uh, Arizona passing game. You, you talked about the secondary against uh, those receiving options for Kyler Murray. That is obviously a key matchup. Uh, including that, Ray, what are the key matchups for this game against the Cardinals? Well, the Eagles are going to have to play Matt Pryor at, at, at right tackle uh, because they've lost Jack Driscoll. And uh, that's that's a concern. You know, Pryor is, Pryor is probably the weak link on the offensive line. Uh, he can, he plays, they try to play him. If they have to play him, they would rather play him at guard. They would rather play him inside. Um, he doesn't have really the footwork or the, uh, agility, uh, to play in open space. And if you put him out at right tackle, that's how he's going to have to play. Uh, and you saw last week that the, the Cardinals pass rush can be pretty fierce. I mean, they had eight sacks, uh, against Daniel Jones of the giants and, uh, Hassan Reddick, uh, he, kid from Temple had five of them and five other tackles for losses. So they can bring they can bring a lot of speed to the edge of their pass rush. And uh, that means that Matt Pryor is going to have to be out there uh, and he's going to have to hold up. He's going to have to be able to do that. Now, I'm sure the Eagles will try to do some things in terms of getting them some help, maybe a, a tight end over there on that side to help a little bit, maybe keep the back end to help protect. But there are going to be times just based on formation and circumstance where he's going to have to play on his own out there. And that's and that's kind of scary uh, because you know the Cardinals know he's going to be there and they're spent all week trying to figure out ways to isolate him, and they have good pass rushers out there, not just Reddick, but they've got some other guys too who can get after the quarterback. So, you know, Jalen Hurts can run and uh, he can get out of trouble, but you don't want to ask him to do it on every single play. In your time covering and watching football, have you ever seen? 13 different starting offensive line combinations. And if you haven't seen that, have you ever seen anything close to that? How does something like that happen? Uh, well, I've never seen anything like that. I, I don't think that's ever happened, that a team could be 14 games into the season and had to play with 13 different offensive line combinations. I, I believe that is unprecedented in the history of the NFL. It's certainly unprecedented in my experience. Um, and how does it happen? Just bad luck, you know, largely. I mean, in some cases, you get you get some guys there, kind of like Jason Peters is an older player, and, uh, you know, there's always a chance that he could get hurt, and he did. But, I mean, you've got other guys in there that uh, are young and, you know, 
shouldn't aren't necessarily prone to break down, but they all did all at one time. Uh, and it's very hard to it's very hard to work around that. I mean, that's when we came into the season. One of the things we talked about with the Eagles. One of the things you said, yeah, I like about this Eagles team is I think they're strong here. Was their offensive line? Uh, their offensive line going into this season fully healthy when they had Brandon Brooks and when they had when they had Kelsey and they had Lane Johnson and those guys. I mean, that was they're really good players. And um, the feeling was that that's a strength, strong area on the team. And if you're strong on the offensive line, that's a really great place to start. But, you know, they lost Brooks before the season ever started. Lane Johnson was never really fully healthy. They lost Sayamalu early. Uh, and then one thing led to another, and it was just it's just been a revolving door. And it's, it's really amazing that, the, that Coach Jeff Stoutland has been able to hold the thing together as well as he has. Uh, I mean, if... When you talk about a team that have that many issues on the offensive line, I mean, you're thinking they could they could have a season like the Jets where they could maybe go winless. The fact that they've actually managed to win a few games and be competitive in most of them is a credit to the coach who's done a good job holding it together. But it's been a struggle. And uh, when, when they go in this offseason, when they look ahead to next year, one of the areas they're really going to have to be concerned about is the offensive line. How many of those guys are coming back? How many of those guys can they count on? And uh, they certainly don't want to go through this uh, two years in a row. The 13th iteration is going to be uh, responsible for protecting Jalen Hurts, who, of course, we know is a mobile, dynamic, talented quarterback. So is his competitor, uh, Oklahoma alum as well, Kyler Murray of the Arizona Cardinals. Ray, what should Eagles fans know about Kyler Murray? Well, um, they've seen him play some big games in college. Uh, They know he won the Heisman Trophy. Uh, and um, if they've seen him at all in the NFL, they know that his skill set has translated very well to the NFL level. I, uh, I'm, I'm a little bit surprised that he's uh, been as effective as he has been this quickly uh, because he's he's a little guy, <laughs> and the NFL isn't normally a place that's kind to little guys, but he is. I mean, he's 5'10", um, but he's so good, and he's so smart and so fast that defenses just have trouble corralling him. And uh, while most of his highlight plays tend to be runs, you shouldn't underestimate his ability to throw the ball. He's got a strong arm, and he's accurate throwing the ball down the field. And by acquiring DeAndre Hopkins this year, by adding him to the offense, they've made the offense that much better, and they've made Murray that much more effective. Um, I th- it looks to me like he's he's getting healthier now. He He went through a period a few weeks ago where he had a shoulder injury, and you know, he was kind of downplaying it. The coach said it wasn't a big deal. He said it wasn't a big deal. But if you watched him play, it was obvious that it was it was more serious than they were letting on. Now, he played through it, but he wasn't quite the same player. He wasn't as willing to take off and run. And to be at his best, he has to have that running threat. If, he, if he's not running the ball, if he has to try and just stay in the pocket and throw it, he's not really the same player. Now, last week when they played the Giants, and they beat the Giants pretty soundly, uh, he ran the ball a little bit more. He moved around a little bit more, and uh, it looked like he's getting. It looks like he's getting healthier, just in time to play the Eagles. They're bad luck, but he's he's a dynamic player, and uh, he's only in year number two, and I think he's only going to get better. Should be a fun matchup between him and Jalen. Um, I do think Ray that Jalen Hurts will play well again. I think he's going to be a good, really good quarterback in the NFL. Um, I think that he has proven 
to be able to step up in big game situations. He proved that in college. He proved to be a winner in college. He proved to overcome adversity in college. And I think that whether it's with the Eagles or with another team, he's going to have a successful NFL career. So I think that Jalen will play well on Sunday, even though Arizona now has a full NFL game tape on him. But I think that the defensive backs on the Eagles and the offensive line is going to struggle. I think the Eagles are going to need takeaways, plural, on Sunday as they had against New Orleans. And we know that that's not guaranteed. And in fact, it probably won't happen with the way that the Eagles have played this year. Uh, Also, Arizona has scored less than 20 points in just one game this season. Every other game, they have reached the 20-point mark. The Eagles, in their history, are 0-3 in what is now called State Farm Stadium. Uh, And I think that Jake Elliott, while he did not cost the Eagles um, a win last week against New Orleans, I got a feeling that this week he's going to miss another kick and it will come back to bite them this week. No offense to Jake Elliott, who was a stand-up guy with his comments this week, but he's clearly struggling and I think it's going to come back to bite the Eagles this week. So I think the Eagles are going to play well. I think it's going to be close, but I think the Cardinals are going to squeak it out 30-27. to Ray, what's your prediction and final score? Um, I, I can't really disagree with anything you said there, David. I think that that's, I, I kind of see it much the same way. Uh, and you mentioned Jake Elliott. That's a real, that's a real issue because I do think it's going to be a close game. Uh, I don't think either team's going to blow the other team out. I think it's going to be close into the fourth quarter. Uh, and if you have an opportunity to get three points, you better get three points. And if you have to kick a PAT, you better make the PAT. Because I think this is a game where every point is going to count. Um, but I kind of feel the way you do. Uh, the Cardinals are at 7-6 and six, are very much in the playoff picture. I know the Eagles are sort of, but I mean the Cardinals really are. Uh, and they need this game. Uh, they went through a really bad patch there for a while. They lost four out of five, but they looked really good against the Giants. And if Kyler Murray's getting healthier, and it appeared that he was last week, uh, he's going to be a challenge for the Eagles. I think Hertz is. I think Hertz is going to be fine. Uh, it's going to be a challenge for him this week because he was a little. He, I think he did catch the Saints somewhat by surprise last week. The Saints had never had not played against a real running quarterback, a true running quarterback this year. Uh, it was the first time they had to do that. They didn't really know what to expect, and for and for a half. Uh, he really gave him problems. I mean, the first half, the Eagles had 300 yards total offense, which is which is a lot against the number one defense in the league. But you saw in the second half, the Saints came out, they made some adjustments, they did some things differently, and you know the Eagles only got 100 yards in the second half. So you can already see that teams can adjust, and the Cardinals now have had a week to prepare, so they'll come out here better prepared to deal with Jalen Hurts uh, and the and this new look Eagles offense. Uh, but I think it's going to be a close game. I really do, uh, and. Uh, in the end, I think I'm probably going to lean towards the Cardinals, too, uh, because they were, they were very impressive last week, uh, and I think they're coming on. And, you know, it's a team that's been down for a long time. I mean, they, you know, they've, they've had a long road back to respectability, much less contention. And they're there now, and, uh, and they're hungry, and uh, this is a big game for them. They know they need to get this win if they want to get to the playoffs. So I'm going to pick the Cardinals. What I think is going to be a close game, and like I said, I think a four-quarters kind of game. Um, I think the Cardinals are going to win, and I'm going to say 28-24. to Ray is going 28-24 Arizona. Now, that doesn't necessarily knock the Eagles out of their slim playoff chances. If they lose or tie and Washington wins their 1 o'clock game against Seattle, 
then the Eagles are done. Um, the best case scenario playoff-wise for the Eagles this weekend is a Washington loss, a Giants loss, and an Eagles win. And then it gets really interesting because in the last two weeks, uh, heading into that 16th week against Dallas, the Eagles will control their own destiny if they win and those other two teams lose. Um, so a loss and a loss doesn't necessarily mean they're out, but they would have to hope that Washington uh, has the same result as them. Oh yeah, well that's true. Um, that's true. Uh, they, I, I think you, you, mathematically a loss doesn't necessarily eliminate them, depending on what Washington does. But realistically, if to to make to make any kind of a case for them winning this division and going to the playoffs, they they really do have to win this game. Uh, it's that big. Now if they do, um, yeah, then they're they're absolutely in the conversation. If they can go out to Arizona and win this game, beat the Cardinals, then they have a real shot because. You know, Washington, uh, they have a tough game this week, and they're going to. It looks like they probably won't have Alex Smith, a quarterback. They'll probably be playing with their backup quarterback, Haskins. And the Giants have a tough game uh, this week, playing, playing the Browns. And it looks like they're going to be playing with Colt McCoy and not Daniel Jones. So there are some things that have kind of fallen in place for the Eagles here, uh, because I do think Washington and New York could get knocked off. Uh, and. That opens the door, but the Eagles have to the Eagles have to take care of business in Arizona. If all of that happens, you and I could be having a very interesting conversation on Monday. It, it should be a fun day of football, Ray, because if if everything bodes the Eagles' way, uh, the fans could be watching games from one through through the end of Sunday night and just have a a joyous Eagles' day if all those things happen. So it should be interesting to see. Uh, I am very very much looking forward to breaking it down with you on Monday morning. Uh, thank you for the time. And have a wonderful weekend. You too, David. Look forward to talking to you Monday. Hall of Famer Ray Dittinger of 94 WIP. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.